to Shedding Light Hunting Stories Podcast, the podcast for the average kid and their cool hunting stories. You're listening to episode 204, Here's My Daddy. Well, this is an episode I've been waiting to record for a very long time, and I'm super excited about our guest today, if you can't tell, and we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, The last week has been really cool, kind of crazy, Uh, had the Australians here, Joel and his wife Tracy were here, and then Daniel, and it was just a blast. Uh, We got to go out on several hunts, if you listened to that last episode, we had success, (laughs) so we got a... uh, Daniel got his deer on Sunday, first time whitetail hunting, and then Joel was able to go out the next day, wasn't even planning to hunt, had one day to hunt, bought his tag, went for it, and we got him a button buck. And then you fast forward a few days, and I was trying to get Ansley a deer still. So I want to kind of bring you into this story, and then I'm going to bring on my special guest, which is here right now, and it's uh, it's a pretty cool and special story. So you know, whenever I think back, my dad got me into hunting through coon hunting. I remember being, I don't remember it, but I was two or three and my dad would take me out with him into the woods because he loved that, loved running the dogs and I had a buddy that we'd always go with and that's that's what I grew up with uh, for the longest time before I could deer hunt, before I could squirrel hunt, I was coon hunting with my dad. And it was just kind of instilled with me, instilled in me just this love for being out there and that's something that I I've tried to do with my girls. I didn't know whenever I had three girls, which I was blessed with, if they would want to hunt or not. You know, um, I, I always thought, well, if I have a boy, we can definitely get him into hunting. But I wasn't sure about the girls, and I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to try. So when these girls were young, uh, we had bows, and we had things that we would do outside, and I'd take them with me on some hunts. Ansley got to go with me. Just the other night, Sayla, who's also down here too, uh, Sayla got to go on a hunt with me and, and had a good time. So I've just tried to have it be something that I introduced them to, um, let it be a part of their lives, not force it, and it's panned out. Ansley has wanted to go, and so had her with uh, her little recurve bow and slingshot, or I guess a suction cup bow when she was a kid, and then this year she just turned seven, and she decided she wanted to go turkey hunting. So we gave that a go. The only challenge with turkey hunting was with the 410, we didn't get a lot of shots in because the shots were expensive. Uh, shooting that TSS <laughs> and practicing with it, uh, and there was a kick, and she was nervous about it, but I felt like she was doing a pretty good pattern with the shots that we did take that we could go, but it just didn't pan out. Several opportunities. So I asked her, Ansley, do you want to go deer hunting? And Ansley, what did you say? Yes. <laughs> you were excited. So I'd like to welcome to the show my daughter, Ansley. Now, also along here, just because she's got to be where her sister is, is Sayla. Sayla, you want to say hi? Hi. Okay, thanks. Thanks. All right, we're going to see how this goes. But uh, so, yeah, I decided, Ansley, let's get you into uh, deer hunting. So, we bought a crossbow, and this summer we spent a lot of time practicing, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did that go? How did you feel about practice and getting out there shooting the bow? Um, at practice, I, I was really scared, but. But whenever all all of those shield hunts, I was I wasn't very scared because I knew it was just it was not practice. It was the real thing, and I couldn't be scared. Right. So I I kept on telling you, you know, whenever you take the shot, even with that re or even with the crossbow, there's like a little bit of a kick, right? 
Yeah, but the crossbow doesn't have that much of a kick. Yeah, but it's still, it's that's what you were still scared of a little bit, was pulling that trigger. It's a long squeeze on that crossbow. And so sometimes it'd kick you a little bit, and you were a little bit nervous about taking, you know, like the 30-yard shots and things like that. A little tricky, right? Yeah. So to kind of set up our story and get into our hunts, um, I decided uh, this year after AEP, the electric company came in and just ripped the right, right away down to the ground that I was going to try my first food plot. And thought, you know, I'll throw out some no-till stuff, see how it grows. And it actually grew pretty well. I, I did some domain, uh, no BS, and big sexy seed. And, um, yeah, it grew well, put up the trail camera, and the deer started coming to it. Now, we've always had deer on our property. Um, but I own three acres. It's pretty much a big hill with a big front yard. And the, the thing for Ansley that I didn't want... Um, we've killed some deer out of the play set before. <laughs> and we've used the yellow gold. Uh, we put out the corn, deer have kind of came in, they really can't get our wind if we're in the play set, if we play the wind right, because they'd have to come up my driveway, which they're not going to do, and uh, I've killed a deer that way, my buddy Travis Shire's killed a deer that way, and last year, my buddy uh, Corey, he wanted to get his daughter Parker a deer, and so we went on a hunt, and it was a bit of a trip, and it was cold, and it was just a hard hunt, and Parker just, you know, it was, it was a lot for her. And so I thought, let's, why am I making it so hard? Let's make it easy. So I put that corn out in the backyard. She had practiced with the crossbow a couple times. And doe came out, and she shot it. Actually hit it back, but where she hit it, it opened everything up completely. And that deer actually died in 70 yards. It was the best gut shot I've ever seen. Um, but after that hunt, like, it was awesome. I was happy for Parker. But I, I decided when Ansley starts hunting, I don't know that I want that to be your experience. I wanted you to experience, like, a, what feels more like being in the woods, like a real like hunt. Like a lung shot and a heart shot. Well, yeah, a lung shot and a heart shot, but I'm talking more so about where where we were. And so I didn't want it to be, like, in the backyard with a corn pile. I wanted it to be in the woods or something similar. So when I saw that electric line, I thought, hey, here's my chance to do something, and planted it, started to grow. I wasn't sure if we were going to even go there opening night, but just seeing how many nights in a row the deer were showing up there's about four of them only one little buck that came through and uh, what'd you call him scratcher <laughs> yeah we only had one picture of scratcher i haven't seen him since um but we thought hey we can get a doe and that's going to be great so a lot of time practicing uh, you're very nervous about taking a quick shot so i would do the whole mat actually pretend like we stopped the deer and uh, that you weren't always a big fan of that 30 yards you can make a good shot but sometimes you're a little scared but we just kept practicing, and you gained some confidence, right? Yeah. 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 My so. first hunt, I was really close. Uh, all right. Well, we're you're ready to tell the story of the first hunt, so let's get into it. So we decided to go to the food plot the first night, which literally is a walk over the hill and onto the neighboring property. If I didn't mention that, I did have to get permission from the neighbors, um, the lady that lives down the road. And she was okay with it, but I had to get permission from the guys that hunt her property because those guys mow her yard at a discounted rate in exchange for hunting. So uh, in the past, I've tried to deer hunt, and those guys have not been big fans of the idea. And But this time, I came in with the offer of planting a food plot that would go uh, extend past you know my property up behind her house and give them a chance as well. And so they were cool with that since I was going to pay for it. So that's how we gained permission over there to deer hunt. We put in a ground blind. Uh, if you're looking up into the food plot from my front yard, a ground blind up into the left, kind of tucked back in close to my property within about 50 yards. And then those guys, I mentioned to them, you know, I might get a ladder stand. I'm like, well, we've got one laying over the hill. It's tied to a tree if you want to see if it's still salvageable. And 
they helped me. It was I cut the cords, and it was perfectly good, strapped it up there, so we put it on the right-hand side. I'd gotten Ansley up in there once, and I just wasn't sure that we were ever going to use that ladder stand because I really liked using the Boggs Death Grip tripod. Just felt like that gave her a, a steady base. And so wasn't sure that we'd ever use that ladder stand, but you'll see how the story goes here. So first hunt, Angela, let's talk about it. What happens on the first hunt? Do you remember what happened? Um, so my dad videoed a bunch of animals, like a bee. Yeah, there's a bee. What else did we see? We also saw like a groundhog. And then whenever it was time, we had a we had it we had two deer step in, a mom and a baby. Yeah, we saw uh, there was a, a fawn and a doe. Yeah, big doe stepped out there out yeah. there ways. And then, but she, but uh, I could, sh I couldn't shoot her because she was like one hundred yards, and we haven't even practiced forty. <laughs> yeah, we're not shooting a hundred, are we? No. So what happened? was then she got around the field and went into the food plot. And then uh, we almost shooted her until she looked straight at us. Yeah. And then started to blow. Well, before that, she she came in and she walked straight toward us, up and yeah. over the hill. She wasn't really far away, like within 20, 25 yards. And she was... The problem with the cross bow and the blind that we found was there's basically this v that comes down in the blind the, the frame that kind of holds it together and with ansley's chair i didn't have like a great chair for her i couldn't quite get her high enough to have much clearance and so she couldn't shoot to the right whenever this deer was coming in but this deer almost needed to take about three more steps and she would have been in front of ansley broadside but instead she turned right and she uh -huh. turned and went the wrong way and got downwind of us and she started to blow and then she ran off. And that was that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was... Uh, I was can we start about the second hunt? Well, i got, I got to say something about the first hunt yeah. here, and then we'll get there. So so I had a lot of high hopes for the first hunt. I really thought it was going to pan out, but I realized I hadn't thought of everything. Even though we'd practiced shooting out of the blind, uh, just this situation wasn't great. So the second hunt, we decided to go out the next night. We had church and, like, small group, and people were at our house until, like, I think it was like 5, no, it was about 6, 6.30. So it was going to be a quick one. So we slid down into the blind and got in. And what, what do you want to say about that hunt? Uh, we didn't see any deer, but then I was really lucky and I saw like some brown thing pop up his head and then put it back down. Where at? Um, on the other side of the driveway. <laughs> yeah, so. So then I said, Daddy, there's a deer on the other side of the driveway. And Daddy said, good eye. Yeah, she had a great eye. So about 100 yards away, you can see my, my yard and then the driveway, concrete driveway that goes up and over the hill. And she, I was like, Ansley, look out there. I can't see real well. You know, it's starting to be last light. And sure enough, she sees a deer way out there on the other side. And our wind's kind of blowing that way. And then we have to get out of the stand, or get out of the blind, I guess that is. And so hunt two. No deer. We didn't get a shot at a deer, did we? But at least <clears throat> we saw a deer. Yep. And then I think we came back out the next night, hunt three. Didn't yeah. we? I think we, we tried three nights in a row, didn't we? Pretty sure. Do you remember that third hunt? What happened on it? Uh, on that third hunt, how many hunts did we have? We had four hunts total. 
So I think Hunt 3 was pretty much the same as Hunt 2. I think it was yeah, kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they were at the same driveway, and Daddy's like, dang it, <laughs> why are they at the same time as the driveway? We need to give them a break so they forget about us. Exactly. You remember what I say very, very, very well. Um, <laughs> so these deer typically have been out in front of us. Um, a lot of times on the trail cam photos, they were you know on the neighboring property. But sometimes, like I said, these deer, they do bed on me a lot. They're in my backyard. Sometimes my wife considers them her pets because they're like literally in the yard. And so they're not hard to kill if you do the corn thing, like I mentioned. So us moving down to the food plot, I felt gave them an ample chance. And the first three hunts proved that. First time, it was just a matter of uh, me not getting her to stand up at the bow and be high enough where she needed to be. So the next two hunts, we'd work that out in the blind, but the deer just didn't cooperate. They came in from behind us down at the blind and then two days later, my Australian buddies were coming in, and so I decided, let's, uh, let's just give it a rest, and we'll let the food plot sit. So Daniel and Joel came in, and Sunday, you know, Daniel gets his first deer, and then, um, first white-tailed deer, that is, and then Monday, Joel gets his, and then Tuesday, Joel flies out, and then Daniel's going to stay for another week. Um, I got a little sick after uh, Joel's hunt. I just kind of overdid it and had like a fever and upset stomach that night. Started feeling a little bit better the next day, so I just needed to cool it for a couple days anyway. But Thursday rolled around, and I got on DeerCast, and I got to looking at the wind. And I'm like, all right, I think we got a southwest wind, which we haven't hunted before. But on a southwest wind, we could get up in that stand right after, uh, let's see, this was on that Thursday. So, um... Daniel and I, we had a. I brought him along with me. There's a couple at church that are kind of new, and one of them just recently came to, to faith. And so I do a Bible study with them, try to do one once a week where we just kind of do basics of faith, and I'll go over to their house. So I brought Daniel with me, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but I had in my mind, I was like, if I get back in time, Ansley and I can slip out. So uh, the Bible study went well. On the way back, I look at the clock. I'm like, hey, we can be up in that stand sometime around 6, 6.15. I think this will work especially on a southwest wind, what in my mind, if we got up in that ladder stand, our scent would basically just blow right over like 50 yards to the, the, the road, the, the township road below my driveway, and it'd be perfect. And uh, so that was the game plan. Called my wife. She got Ansley dressed. I came home, got, and on the way home, we saw deer crossing the road uh, within about an eighth of a mile of my house. So I'm like, and they were, it looked like they were on their way. Wait. Did I tell you that part? But wait, one second. It was not the deer stand. We had a we had a deer that we weren't snuck in, and then we saw a deer. That was hunt three. Yeah, hunt three. I forgot about that. Yeah, hunt three. We we were trying to slip into the blind, and there was a deer already in the food plot, and it busted me as we came around the corner. Yeah, and then and then on hunt three, uh, that at the trail camera, uh, we were already in the blind after the deer had run away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. And then final, and the trail camera had not bring him any pictures, but then he got, but then he got one, one picture as soon as we were inside the blind, and he's just like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, my trail camera doesn't always send pictures like shit. So anyway, that was hunt three. Now we're on to hunt four. I get you ready. We rush down, and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna try this ladder stand. I think it's gonna work. We get up in the ladder stand, and. I won't go through all the details. I'm just going to say I had the the wrong day on DeerCast. I looked at it later. I thought we had a southwest wind. Come to find out it was a northeast, completely opposite, and it was blowing in our face back toward the yard. So I was like, well, 
any chances of shooting a deer that's in the yard not going to pan out. Uh, so now we're hunting everything in front of us, which I'm like, you know, that, that could still work out. That's what I was planning on the first three hunts anyway. So we're up in the ladder stand at 615. What's that? Can I tell the rest? All right, go ahead. I'm going to let you, you tell what goes on from there. And then, <coughs> and then we waited a little bit. Not very long, half hour. Half an hour, and then... And then a uh, baby deer steps into the food pot. Well, first I saw Mama. I saw, you saw La Mama. Yeah, I saw a big doe back by the driveway. It was what I saw first. And I said, Ansley, don't move. There's a deer back behind us at the driveway. And then we found a baby deer, and he's just like, Ansley, don't move. There's a deer <laughs> right here. And he tried to video camera it, but, but then as soon as he got it up to video camera, he looks... The deer looked straight at him. He pegged me, didn't he? Yeah, little, yeah. little guy. He was a fawn, didn't have spots. But he was not strong. He was not ready to blow. Yeah, he didn't blow at us. He, and then, so I kind of waited and lowered the camera so he wasn't staring at the big black thing. And yeah. he chilled out. But then at that point. The mama stepped in. <laughs> yeah. And so. then it's completely the wrong way. So she came in, she was like. Okay, there's a food pot. I'm gonna come in. Mm-hmm. So she came. She came like one step into the food pot. Yep. But then she said she caught our scent and went backwards. But then we moved. We picked. Daddy picked up my bow. All right, let me stop you for a second. So yeah, let me let me kind of fill in the gaps a little bit. You're doing a great job. Um, yeah. So she steps in. You, know, you pretty much said it. She steps into the food plot, and I think it's gonna work out. I think she's got. We got the crossbow paint. Pointed forward, straight down the food plot. She comes over yeah. my left-hand shoulder. Ansley's sitting on my right-hand side in this double ladder stand. We have the rail in front of us with netting. She steps into the food plot, and all of a sudden she puts her head down. She pops her head up, and I knew that she had caught our ground scent. Our actual scent was either going straight up at that moment, because I was planning on her catching it, or it was going back, and somehow the thermals were sucking it down over the hill. But somehow they didn't catch our wind. I don't know how. It was crazy. I, I completely planned on a different wind, and it just it worked out. So anyhow, she so, she starts to turn and go away. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and then whenever she turns away, um, my dad, uh, we we were completely in the wrong spot. So my dad picks the bow up slowly and puts it on the side where she is. Mm-hmm. And then. And then he's just like, bend down and take the shot. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. And he's like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, no, you, no, I can't. Her, her butt is facing towards us. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I thought you meant that you couldn't bend down because we never practiced you crouching and taking a shot like that. Yes. But then I, cr- but then, uh, but then, um, but then she can't. Completely goes the way she want. We want her to. Yeah, broadside on us. And broadside, and then we go, and then, and then Daddy said, and I'm like, now I can take the shot. <laughs> so then, so then Daddy says, whenever you're ready, shoot. So I, so I, I pulled the trigger, and then it actually turned out the bow. The arrow, we, I thought I, I didn't shoot her. The arrow went through her, though. <laughs> yes, it did. It went through her. So then, Daddy I was like, Daddy was like, oh, you just smoked that deer. And I'm like, 
the bows. The arrow's still there. And then, and then she, he's just like, no, it went through her. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we celebrate, right? Yeah, and then we call mom. Well, okay, so let me tell you about the shot. Deer stands broadside, and Ansley gets on her really well. I say squeeze, and then I say kill her, and Ansley just makes what looks like a slam dunk shot. I was pretty sure Deer runs away. Ansley feels like she misses her, but then we just we celebrate together. Really special moment of just hugs, high fives, me losing it. You'll see that in the video. I was able to get the shot on kill on film. Not a lot before that because I kind of had the arrow pointed toward, or the, the bow pointed not the bow. <laughs> the camera pointed toward us. Uh -huh. So then you got to call mom. And, and then we called mommy, and then I said we shot a deer, and then Daniel, and then and then Daniel said yay, and then we, <laughs> and then he said, and then Daddy said, get your hunting stuff on. We're going to track. Right. And we would not take Mac on that track. Yeah. That was way too tiring. All right, so. We go up, we give her a few, little bit, we just go to the house, we check the blood on the arrow, but we didn't go her way. Went up and uh, looked at the footage, and it looked good, and Daniel got ready, called Cody, he was going to come over and film, and we started on the track, which I thought would be pretty short, and actually it was a little bit longer than what I thought, but, yeah, but you found, what did you find? I found the first blood trail, yeah. and then I kept on finding it. Yeah, it was a steady blood trail. And then... And then I found the last blood, and then we found the deer laying down there. And then he said, give her a little push and see if she's still alive. And I'm like, no way. If she's still alive, she's going to attack me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You nailed it, girl. So. And then I shot it, her. And then I found out I shot her because Daddy did it instead. Yeah. And then, and then we had, like, and then we had, like, this like talk about it and pictures and he's just like I am so happy about you <laughs> and then so Cody he took pictures mm -hmm. and I was holding it up and then we talked about the deer yeah it was cool and then whenever we talked about the deer daddy said uh, high five high five after wrapping up by a prayer mm -hmm. and then and then I gave him a high five and then he's like you got blood on your hands. What happened? And I'm like, I touched your blood on accident. Yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a really crazy hunt. Um, I was pretty crazy after the shot just because of that deer coming over our left hand shoulder, somehow not winding us. Ansley making a really great shot. She ended up catching one lung, and it kind of exited. It was a little, from her angle. It was a little bit more quartered too than what I thought. Um, so the deer went about 150 yards. I wanted to take Mac on that track, but we went through some like really thick burrs. Like we walked about 50 yards, and you were yeah. covered. It was in your hair. Yeah, I... yeah. Um, and we just cooked Mac to the groomer to get <laughs> yeah to get, from the last track. to get burrs out of him, and we're not willing to do him like a day after that. Yeah, we're not willing to poor, take him. Poor Mac didn't get to go on that track. But any rate, yeah, we got some great pictures, got great video of it. I'm working on it right now. So if you guys want to go over to YouTube, uh, this video should be out pretty soon. If not right now, uh, you can watch Ansley's first deer hunt. And it was just truly special, something that I know uh, my dad would be proud. Um, and it's something after the week that, that I had with the Australians, like right in the middle, um, it was great. On Sunday, Daniel went out and got his first buck, and that was really cool. I've said that three times? Yes. No, I don't think I did. I talked about his doe. 
No, you talk. I can't do a podcast you, with you because you, you, I mean, you're like your mom, you know? You, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anz. Well, I appreciate you coming on my show. And um, I've been waiting to do this, but what I was getting to was after Daniel's deer, I got a little sick and got a little pink eye and didn't have much of a voice until right now. So thank you for coming on my show, and you did a great job. Now, are you going to do any more hunting this year, do you think? I will probably do hunting this year, Mm -hmm. like in gun season. Okay, maybe, yeah. Maybe in gun season, and I I probably will... So if I shot, we're allowed to shoot six deer. So I probably have to go hunting one more time, just to, or at least one more time to see if I can get at least one more. Deer yeah, maybe we can even see if we can get some antlers on it. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, but there bad. you go. Good attitude. Well, Angela, you did an awesome job. It's been fun hunting with you, fun filming, and hopefully we get another chance this year. And I'm sure this probably isn't the last time you're on this podcast. Do you like hunting? Do you still like deer hunting? Um, I love turkey hunting, and I also really love deer hunting. I don't know which one's my favorite. I like the, I like all hunting. All right. Well, guys, I want to thank you for coming on or listening it's, to another episode. It's probably deer hunting because that's the one I actually saw something in. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. I'm going to wrap this up. Is that okay? Okay. All right. Guys, I want to say thanks for coming back and listening to this crazy episode. Ansley did a great job, and want to thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll get some more stories on. If you have a hunting story that's happened this year, if you'd like to share it, send me an email at sheddinglightod at gmail.com. And until next time, remember to, do you know the tagline? What, what do I always say at the end? Uh, don't forget to shed the light. Good job. Shed the light. <laughs>